Hi, and welcome to Zed Games. Recorded live at 4 Triple Z Studios in Brisbane. And broadcast nationally across the Community Radio Network. Zed Games brings you the best in gaming news, reviews, community, and culture from across Australia to around the world. Coming at you live from 4ZZZ Studios in Brisbane. You might be listening to us on 102.1 FM, on Zed Digital, on iTunes or Spotify, or around the country on the Community Radio Network. This is Zed Games, and we're going to be discussing slash arguing, I guess, about discussing the games of 2018 this episode. My name is Jack. This is the awesome Candy Payne. Thank you. I did it. I did it right this week. I don't even remember what you got wrong last week. Oh, you called me out for not introing you properly. Oh, yeah, that's cool. I did a great intro to myself, so cool. it's all good. You three can do your own. <laughs> what? <laughs> How dare you? Hi, my name's Adrian, and God of War was the best game of the year, and Super Smash Bros. was the worst because Waluigi wasn't a playable character. Okay, all right. Big, big, big mood there. <laughs> wow. Jesus. Yeah. Hey, Lee. How's it going, buddy? I'm doing okay. Hey, Ray. Hey, Jack. How do you feel about Sharon and Mike? Uh, not completely happy, but I'll manage it. <laughs> yeah, Lee, Lee and Ray are both just oh. like hobbling over this mic together. It's, it's nothing. To, it's nothing to do with the fact that I'm sharing with you, Lee. I, if if anything, I chose <laughs> to be next to you because I'm most comfortable with you. Well, there we go. Oh, um, but what's wrong know, with us? I not nothing. quite a lot. <laughs> <laughs> just because but, I use the Windows Mail app. Well, it's a start. <laughs> a voice like mine shouldn't be a side voice. It should be a main mic <laughs> sort of deal. You know what I mean? Cool. Yes. Yeah, sure. We know exactly what you mean. Um, we're going to be chatting. I guess the entire show is just dedicated to our games of the year, right? Dedicated to God of War. Yeah. Being yeah. the best game of the year. We're, Multiple. We're each going to present our own game of the year under mm. intense cross-examination from the rest of the team. That's how it's been, and that's how it always will be. My original review was under enough intense, uh, I guess. It's fine. Um, and, I mean, we've, that's the entire episode. We usually have multiple things, but it's just that. And also, I guess, the news of the week. Uh-huh. I mean, <laughs> it's so weird hearing you not directly in like, front of a mic, mate. <laughs> play it up a little bit. I intend to just be like, this is all the show. No, no, no. What I want to do is set the bar so low. Right. And then we just blow it at completely out of the water. And it's just all of us attacking Adrian for God of War. So under promise, over deliver. I feel like that should have been our motto for the last eight years, guys. What <laughs> and... Under promise and then over deliver. In this week's uh... gaming news, God of War is the game of the year. Thank you for tuning in to and this that's, gaming yeah, news. That's, yeah, there we go. Cool. Okay. Um, cool. We're going to be discussing that later on, but I guess first here's the gaming news of the week. Sure. Microsoft's next generation Xbox console has been codenamed Anaconda and will launch in 2020, according to a report from Windows Central. The Anaconda will be released alongside a budget version of the same console, codenamed Lockhart. Both will reportedly play the same library of games and will be backwards compatible with Xbox's library of previous generation titles. Nothing has been officially announced by Microsoft at this stage. Anaconda, interesting choice. Mm. I'd have gone with Dolphin. I, um, <laughs> it's like every time they announce a new console. <laughs> we should have been documenting over the years what we think they should have been called because we've come up with way better names. Dolphin every time. Yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Dolphin was a great uh, game. How, how much do you miss the GameCube, Lee? I mean... Yeah. <laughs> just the controller. Yeah. It's just the controller. What yeah, a yeah. lame name. I miss I miss the lead up to the GameCube when it was a Dolphin. It was, yeah. a, But then it was the Nintendo Revolution for Wii. And then, yeah. And that made a splash. The Dolphin didn't make as much of a splash. Not as much. <laughs> and then the Wii U was Project Cafe. And then the NS was just very boringly the NX. That cafe was quite um, desolate. No one was in it. <laughs> Well, it's not going to be called the uh, the Anaconda, thankfully. But what do you guys Poor think? Form. What do you guys think about? Uh, <laughs> How do you know? 
Because they've always had some whack code name like Mr. The, Microsoft, the Durango. Yeah. Oh, Durango. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Durango yeah. Unchained. The Orbis. Or Orbis. The Scorpio. Was <laughs> I forgot about Orbis. So, what Scorpio. number Project. do we think this will be? Xbox Two. Uh, yeah. yeah. Obviously. Obviously. Really? It's, it's absolutely going to follow. Was it the obvious iPhone. though? Yeah, well, I, mean, I, did, I wasn't expecting one yes, after 360. Yes, they didn't go with the Xbox 720, so, but come on. It's exactly. time for the Xbox 2. No, I nah. think uh, it's not even going to have a number. It's going to be like the Xbox. The new Xbox. The Xbox 76. Uh, the Xbox A or 720. Something. Sorry. I should yeah. be more excited about this. That's, but you, you I'm got, excited for game streaming. You got burned by the last one, though. I just like, wait, literally. How? Just I just bought an Xbox one. Oh, the 360. No, no, 360 was great, but the... The one was something of a no, no, it wasn't. The it wasn't bad. Look, Don Matrick Don Matrick had some interesting. Wait, are you talking about the Xbox One? The, or the Xbox, Xbox One. one? No, no. The X- <laughs> Which one? Yeah. Mm. Nice. I mean, it would have been good if it had some games. I think like that would have helped it as a console. If it had I a library of things to play. Love on, that my been... Forza box. Get out of the studio. Yeah. yeah. Xbox. Forza you have box. no control over that's, me yet. That's what. Uh, okay, sorry. Um, that's that's what the Anaconda is. It's just. Uh, I want to know what the budget version has. No, disk drive. Wasn't that the story that we had a few weeks ago? Yeah, that makes sense. It just makes sense. The Does bud- it, though? The Do budget any of box. those words make sense? <laughs> I'm just not... Well, I mean, so you've got... Um, so uh, in America, uh, Google was giving away free versions of Assassin's Creed Odyssey for people to test out their streaming mm. thing. Mm. So I could totally see that happening. So we'll all have to get the expensive version in this country. Because mm. yeah, with Blue Ray just falling out of our ears everywhere, just <laughs> yeah. it's just Blue Ray left right center. <laughs> yep, great. Blizzard has scaled back development on Heroes of the Storm, a multiplayer arena game featuring characters from its diverse portfolio. No layoffs have been announced, but it's understood that a significant proportion of staff working on the game have been moved onto other projects. Additionally, all planned eSport events for 2019 have been cancelled, a surprise move that has affected hundreds of pro players and casters. A statement from Blizzard said that the scaling back was necessary to set up the game for long-term sustainability. Isn't it the opposite? It feels like the opposite. <laughs> That's the problem. It's, it sure sounds like it. Mm, more like life support. Mm. Yeah. I mean, that is life support is a form of sustainability long term, if you want to think about it that way. That's true. Hibern- yeah. Hibernation? This might feels, be a positive way of framing it. This feels more like putting it on dialysis yes. more than mm. anything else. Um, is it that bad? I'm a fan yeah. of Heroes of the Storm. It's a, it's, a, it's a good game, and it has that Blizzard charm, but I think it just never quite captured the lightning in a bottle effect that other MOBAs did, That you know, like League of Legends. Other MOBAs, literally just lol and dota. Yeah. Mm. Like, Smite... Oh, Heroes has, of New Earth was kind of all right. It, it was interesting, but I mean, who devved New Earth? I can't even remember. But uh, then Smite was the other big one. But yeah. I mean, Smite was literally all high res did before that was... Uh, tribes, which I love Tribes Ascend, but no one paid money for it. Yeah. So... Yeah. It's just LOL and Dota. I don't, yeah, whatever. I feel for all these esports events that have been cancelled. Oh, players. yeah, there was a lot of problems with um, a lot of the esports players not actually being communicated mm. properly with the esports league. And then Blizzard was like, Haha, it's cut. And they're like, what? Ooh. Why? Awkward. That's unfortunate. That is... A long-running legal battle between ZeniMax and the Facebook-owned Oculus VR company has been resolved this week. A settlement of an unknown sum was reached, with ZeniMax saying that they were fully satisfied with the outcome. The complex feud was fought over the intellectual property rights to Oculus's Rift virtual reality headset, which ZeniMax claimed had been partially developed at its own studios. That's nice. I mean, that was kind of like watching Godzilla fight, like... Mecha Godzilla, right? <laughs> when you were just like, like it doesn't really matter who wins there as long as neither one of them falls on top of you. you yeah, there's just a lot of destruction that will go on around them. Yeah, yeah. 
I had no horse in that race um, because they both are like just companies. They're both already rolling in money. Yeah. <laughs> and it was never going to end up like completely damaging the other one. Mm. But like, I, I guess it's nice that it'll be quieter now, right? But Lee, it being Xenomax, if you did have a horse in the race, yeah. would it have horse armor? Ah, that's, that's such a, a <laughs> god! You dated yourself, man. That's, Jesus. That's a deep cut. Ah. Um, and and it's weird that like the youngest person in this room should date himself like that. Yeah. Like, never forget the you know the the debut of the best DLC ever. Yeah, horse armor. I yeah. didn't even have a 360 until 2012, when I know about that. Wasn't that Jesus. the first like proper DLC? That was the bit, first yeah. big one. Yeah. Yeah. It was like that and like COD Four that really exploded. And people were like, I don't want to pay for little bits of DLC, and now it's just. How developers pay their stuff. Mm. We need to sue Horse Armor. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> Game developers in the UK have formed a union, which is a first for the industry. Games Workers Unit has the involvement of nearly 50,000 workers with the goal of abolishing crunch work conditions. This follows the controversy surrounding the work conditions at UK based Rockstar Games, developers of Red Dead Redemption 2. Very good. That's great. Very good. Mm. That's l- almost literal. I mean,. I haven't really spent a whole lot of time in the industry. Do we have a whole lot more to say about, uh, as far as developers, why it's relevant, why it's important? Yeah, because... I feel like it's, it is important, but I'm fuzzy as to why. Because uh, in this industry where there is so much uh, turnover and mm. so many like young people desperate to get into it because of the way that the industry sells itself as yes. being this like, you know, dream thing to, to get into... Um, it's it's very easy for uh, bosses to essentially exploit that workforce to work people until they are nothing but powdered bones, um, mm. and uh, and then discard them uh, when they try to get any kind of like actual living conditions because they know that there are dozens of students and fresh graduates desperate to come in. So why has it taken this long? I'm uh, sorry to kind of quiz you on this, but you seem to be the at this point the kind of no, person. it's a good question. No, no, um, because uh, primarily um, uh, the again, it's it's a very risky thing to try to agitate for unionism because uh, unless everyone is involved, then once again the power rests with the people who are actually paying you. Mm. As soon as you start to say, hey this is terrible, we should, like, have better conditions. That's the first, like, like sign that your bosses should fire you um, for trying to, like, stand up for your rights. And live. And live. But thankfully so, there are 50,000 people. Yeah, this, yeah. So, I mean, that's the thing, that social media and the, the just the amount of media attention that this has received meant that they actually had enough, like, impetus behind it to actually get it up and running. And I hope that... Uh, similar movements spread throughout the world and throughout the industry. Yes, please. Mm. And finally, Alfonso Ribeiro, better known as Carlton from the 90s television sitcom The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, is suing Fortnite developer Epic Games over the inclusion of a dance that he created. The dance is known in-game as The Fresh Dance, but is wildly, wildly... widely known to be identical to the Carlton dance, a gleeful set of moves with exaggerated elbow and shoulder motions. I don't feel like I had to say that because everybody should know what the Carlton dance show is. Us, show us, Candy. I cannot. That's not how that works. It's radio. Show everyone. Let's hear that dance <laughs> on radio. Let's hear those moves. Works. 
Ribeiro's lawyer told TMZ that he wants Epic to take the dance out of the game and award him adequate compensation. He also said that he's moving to copyright the dance and will also go after other games that have used it without permission, including 2K Games NBA series. This is not the only dance move and the only person that's currently suing. Mm. The backpack kid is also yep. suing for the flossing dance. Mm-hmm. The fact that, like, it's one it's one thing to Which... want compensation, but to want it taken out of the game, it's like, my God, like, come on, it's a bit of flattery. No, I know Fortnite's no, massive. Is it? And it's a... I feel oh. like no, oh, I, I, there's oh, literally geez. nothing oh. else that this man is known for. But the Carlton dance. It's his legacy? Like, it literally is his legacy. And yeah. I guess it might be flattering, but I also feel like, sure, but flattery, but pay him. Yeah, 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 for his. sure, for sure, yeah. Or ask permission, because he hasn't, yeah. they haven't done that for any of these yeah. dances they mm. put in, and they're making bucket loads of cash yes. selling well, them. The problem is that... A- is a dance technically copyrighted? Well, that's yes. my question. Yes, like, is. what's the it flossing is. kid okay. going to do in the floss vine or whatever? Cause, you know, cause, like something as yeah. vague as like game design ideas are not copyrightable. No, but dance are, dances are. Dances are. Okay, okay yeah. cool. Right. This was I wasn't all sure about throughout that. the show. This is when he went on to do. Um, I don't know. There's another dancing reality dancing program. Mm. They teach you to dance each week. He did that in America, mm. and literally that came that dance came up as well. Mm. Like so... he's featured it in the show that he's on now, that Unwrapped 2.0 show, whatever it is. Like it comes up all the time, and they've called it the Fresh Dance. That yeah, that's pretty obvious. <laughs> like, they, yeah, didn't they know what they're doing. Admission, admission of guilt, right there. Yeah, what totally. precedents are set for games like World of Warcraft, though, which clearly have um, dance like choreography from Michael Jackson, um, uh, Britney Spears, uh, Beyonce? They... The list goes on and on and on, and they're, they're strictly taken from their acts oh, as absolutely. well. Absolutely, sure. Um, I think in this particular case, uh, Fortnite's made a. Like a shit ton of cash. It's a big target, specifically, like off off this, right? It's it's about the the fact that um, you know you they they could have gotten away with like World of Warcraft just being like, hey, look the you know the elf is doing a moonwalk. The dancers weren't the most marketable part, whereas with Fortnite, the dancers are their marketing activations <sighs> when they're at events. I like, mean, that it's, is it's yeah. partly that, but it's also like mm, WoW's peak was what thirteen mil. Mm. What's Fortnite at seventy? Yeah, too much. And yeah, an insane number, mm. and it is you know so as recognizable as it is Fortnite. Mm. So yeah, yeah, it's just a lot of people, a lot of money. Yeah, like Donald Faison, um, one of his dances that he did like off the cuff in a single scene in Scrubs uh, is the Poison Dance. Yes, uh, and he was interviewed saying, you know, hey, no one came to me. I'm not seeing a single cent of this, and and it's weird, right? Like, mm. you know, yeah. If, when you put it that way, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, like I can see how you know there is this concern about this sort of slippery slope argument, but on the other hand, just seek permission. Yeah. Or, do a derivative work, right? I'm oddly passionate about this story. I don't know why I got so fired up when I heard it. Mm. And then I saw the dance and I just clearly was a massive Fresh Prince fan. (laughs) And I'm just not letting this go. Mm. So I, best of luck to him. I kind of hope he wins in this case, just to prove a point, if anything. Pay up, Unreal. And then change name to the Carlton dance, because that's damn well what it is. (laughs) Yeah. That is the game, the game, the game in weekly, the week in gaming news headlines. <laughs> lost the game. Yes. What a feel, Jesus. You're listening to Zed Games and Celeste was the best game of the year. God of War. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm not going to say it's the best game of the year. I'm going to say it's the best game that I played this year. Tell me why. Yes, that's the point of Because, <laughs> because it came with a very mature, very, it's not... Super uncommon, but it was executed well. The story, the 
character writing, the themes around mental health. Mm -hmm. Um, I think all of that was put forward and delivered really, really well. Also, the gameplay, I got paid out hard by you two for playing in assist mode. You did. I maintain that one of the strengths of this game is that you can... like. I also maintain that I only played with assist mode for the last quarter of the game. That the accessibility is a huge drawing card for the game so that everyone can jump in and and access all of this content. Yeah, and, 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 and being able to access that story is pretty important. Yeah, too. yeah. look, uh, Jack, I like to retract my paying out of you for that week. <laughs> I don't believe that for uh, a moment. I'm not taking it back. Just, it's just for that week, though, just to be clear. Yeah, it's been six stuff. months. No, I think it is Five important. second rule, maybe, but like... In a game like that, <laughs> where you, you want people to play and you want people from all demographics to play, regardless of your mechanical skill in, in video games, I think it's really important to have a mode like that. And I think it's maybe a little unfortunate that you needed Jack as a video game professional. But, oh, there we um, go. Took it, nice. There we go. He found a way to twist it. He pulled out the knife yeah. and then he put it back in and twisted. Wow. Oh, my God. Beautiful. Man, he, no. no, he pulled it out and put a bigger knife. Oh, there you go. No, that's a knife. Yeah. No, in, in, all real, like, <laughs> in all seriousness, Celeste was one of my uh, favorite games of the year and I, I couldn't agree more about just the, the deft and delicate way it, it dealt with uh, mental health. But also, you know, wrapped that in a fantastic platform with the, fantastic music. And the gameplay was phenomenal. Like, for the yeah. first three quarters of the game that I didn't play with assist mode, you know, like, it was... You I mean, you played... Did you finish the game with it at all? No. Cool. But you played through at least, like, the first half or so. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It felt so good. Yeah. And you sucked at it. But it felt so good. Yeah, it was It was, It was. was kind of the antithesis of, of Super Meat Boy in terms of its uh, style. But it had that tight platforming... Mm. That that you, that you you want. It was so good. It was great. I loved it. I would like to say that I that that it is game of the year, and it has been recognized as one of the best indie games of the year. Mm. But it does not have the scope of a lot of the big AAA games that I did not play. So I'm going to leave it completely open for someone to jump in. Me, I'll do it. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> okay. There you go. I usually go last. Um, and screw that. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to beat Ray. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. Um, Red Dead Redemption 2 was my game of the year, uh, which, uh, you know, is a big, expensive, like, game about yes. cowboys, which was kind of obviously going to have a place in my heart. Um, but uh, this one um, worked for me for a number of reasons. The big one was that, um, personally, uh, this was also a year in which my uh, cowboy father... Uh, became incredibly ill about midway through the year. Uh, and so um, it was just sort of nice to have this as a sort of reminder of all of the things that he likes. Uh, and uh, it's been... Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to being able to sort of show him this amazing cowboy game over Christmas. Um, so beside the fact that it just sort of felt good and nice to have a, a Western... Um, what what I really enjoy about this game is that something that is I've seen a lot of people are driven crazy by, which is the uh, incredibly glacial pace that it like forces you to do a lot of things. But what I really enjoy about this is that like it's so indulgent, but it's also just so so lush in that um, you know when you're sitting down to play a game of poker with a bunch of people, every single like movement there has been animated beautifully every like every card deal every chip throw it's the next level of la noir yeah yeah um but what i really like about it is that because it's so detailed and it's so engaging just to watch this it feels like it 
it's valuing my time in a very different way than other games that just sort of go like, all you want to do is the is the stuff. So I've, we've cut out, like, if there's a button to skip everything. There's, like, right. know, no information. You Like, the, the map is going to tell you, go here, kill this man, come back, you get a new sword. It's just following a waypoint. Yeah, whereas this is like, no, no, like... We're going to make you do yeah, all of take, it. Yeah, take your time with yeah. it. But everything is going to be amazing. And I, like, I played... Red Dead off the back of Assassin's Creed Odyssey, uh, which felt like like an Assassin's Creed game that had had all of the Assassin's Creed shaved off. Gone, yeah. It's because it's all RPG now. And uh, and, and it's sort of trying to be like The Witcher, but without any of the, the attention that made that work as yeah. an open world. Whereas, so, like, that felt like a completely fake like false simulation. Ugh. Whereas Red Dead just feels like an authentic experience that I just want to, like, ride around in. Uh, and just hang out in that place, uh, and I never want to leave that game immersion. Yes, and I resent having to leave that game just to be here right now. Uh, still, yeah, still. Maybe wow. when you share this with your dad over Christmas and say, "Oh, hey, dad, this reminds me of you and everything you loved." Maybe don't show him all the train robbing, the looting, the killing. Oh no, he's all about time. that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's he's had a rich and storied career. <clears throat> yep. Also, the horses can go backwards, which is very important to him. He always asks whenever there's a uh, a horse in a video game. Can you reverse? Yeah. <laughs> Clumsily, <laughs> but yes. Yes. Hey, it's the attention to details that matter, though, and I think that that's, from what I've heard, that's what Red Dead 2 nails. Mm. Who's... Because there was an argument that was about to break out I know, I was waiting earlier. for Razor and Lee, but then that was such a heartwarming story that... Yeah. It's disarmed you? No, not me. It's well, arguments between. How about Ray this? And I'll Lee. act as, as a bridge between the two because I had one foot in uh, two camps. Game of the year. <laughs> uh, first one was Red Dead Redemption, mm-hmm. as Lee so eloquently put, an amazing game with uh, stunning attention to detail, and I just absolutely loved it as well. And I do have a few things to add as well, Please but um, I also had another foot in the Spider-Man camp. Uh, which mm-hmm. was a game that absolutely absolutely captivated me, and uh, due to my love of the character over several decades, uh, this one was just it felt like a home run uh, for me as a gamer. And um, very quickly, Lee, you gave a glowing review of this video game, yeah, Spider Man. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't perfect. You, no. a, a lot of the there seemed to be a, a fair bit of minutia in your measure, hmm. but just experiencing the world was the best thing ever. Oh, yeah, yeah. The the moment-to-moment gameplay for Spider-Man is astounding. Um, but not game of the year. Not game of the year for me, no. Like, the... It, it is a joy to play, mm. but it is not a joy to play in an extended fashion. I, mm. I agree. You spend a lot of time doing busy work. Mm. Um, it felt extremely padded, but, but still gorgeous and i completely understand why a person would have it as their game of the year yeah so that's basically what it came down to i think in this sort of gaming era landscape of uh all of these sort of multiplayer cash grab games um that are sort of designed to churn the players (laughs) through the hoops to uh to grab money and sell dlc and Mm. sell uh consumables and all of that it was so good to have this incredibly crafted single player experience that is designed just for one person to go through and experience this complete story and and experience. And now I know that uh, Rockstar are going to tack on the Red Dead Online and they will 
turned it into a Tack cash on. grab. <laughs> well, maybe it's been like seamlessly integrated. Uh, yeah. uh, but uh, <laughs> uh, but the, the fact remains is that the Red Dead Redemption 2 campaign is breathtaking in its scope and... Uh, and detail. Detail. And yeah, it's just a true pleasure. And I don't know, I just can't not award it Game of the Year just because it's so freaking good. And you can just tell... Like the amount of um, attention and the amount of craft that is in this game is simply astounding. And Rockstar, you know, they've done it for me. Like, bravo. Every time they put out a game like this, like Grand Theft Auto V, I just have to say, well, well done. You're really like moving the game's uh, media as a platform mm. forward with, with all of these releases. You're listening to Z Games on 4ZZZ with me, Razor. Jack is in the pilot seat. Lee, Candy, and Adrian are Hi. also here. And we are presenting our annual Game of the Year edition mm. of the program. Now, Lee and I agreed on Red Dead Redemption 2. Jack went for the indie-developed Celeste. Beautiful. A little bit of an offbeat choice, but... Um, that's what I. That's how I roll. This we love be it. news, that's yeah. Good. We love it. Uh, but now, I believe it's Adrian's turn. Dude, oh, what? Man. God of War is no, the best game. Sense. Just accept it, all right? Probably not going for... to. Why are you so strong-headed about this, man? Because Ray told me to come into the show ready to defend my game of the year, and I've done just that. So yeah. I'm blaming Ray. You got him guarded. You got him like, on the offensive. But, I, I, I want to know why, why God of War resonated so strongly hmm. with you. Yeah, why? There needs like, to be reasons, not just saying it loudly no. and repetitively. God of War, God of War, God You can't of just war. make like a Kotaku commenter. you got to give us something yeah, to work yeah, with. Give us, give us the juice, man. <laughs> God of War is a cinematic. Oh, I'm not going to say cinematic. Oh, yeah, no, I'm not going to say cinematic don't masterpiece because like that, no. that is such a, a cliche term with gaming. But um, God of War is one of those games that just absolutely entranced me with its 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 vision and its sent sense of. I suppose it, it was a game that you could tell had an auteur behind it. Corey Barrog, the game's creative director, you fr- from the get go. I mean, if you didn't know. Um, this is a man who has created this game based off his own real life experiences with fatherhood um, and and Vikings. You know, real life experiences with <laughs> oh, Vikings okay. too. Yeah, cool. that too. Yeah. And, and it gods. shows in the depth of emotional of emotion in the game that you experience. Um, and also, just just the gameplay is just bloody fantastic. Um, from the moment I swung Kratos's axe in this game. Uh, and then pressed the the triangle button to return it to his hand, and and felt the vibration in my controller and the the animation on screen. Uh, I knew this game was going to be something special because the way it connects you with its world, uh, with that axe, and then with other weapons later on in the game, which I won't speak of right now, but that are done in an incredible fashion, uh, <laughs> is 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 quite something else. Mm-hmm. And this is also a game that doesn't have a single. I don't think has a single cut. Yep. In it, many many cuts that are inflicted on enemies, but yep. no cuts that are inflicted on the games. All the uh, same camera scenes, yes, yeah. and that gives it a almost ethereal sense of continuity and fluidity mm. that um, just makes you not want to stop playing. Mm. Um, whereas you know, with a game like Spider-Man, where I feel like you need to kind of play it in chunks. Um, sorry, <laughs> sorry, Candy, sorry, Candy. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> God of War is, is a game, game that I could just keep playing uh, for hours and hours and hours and. The acting was incredible. The story, um, I, I think, f- the the test of a good piece of, of work is when you want to keep interacting with it, um, playing it, or watching it, no matter what it is—movie, mm. game, book—just to find out what happens at the end. Mm. And God of War did that for me. Oh yeah. And 
boy, it was spectacular. What do you think, Lee? I, look, I loved it. Um, I think it's fantastic. Uh, and I think everything that you said is, is spot on. It is like a, a true masterpiece that has been like so lovingly crafted. Uh, and it is absolutely a contender. But I think we should find out what Jack thinks of the Spider-Man game that came out on the PlayStation. I'm going to be the one person that doesn't throw you under the bus very explicitly. <laughs> like, I, I set everyone up to do that to you, and I feel a little bit sorry about that. That's fine. I wasn't even going to talk about Spider-Man. That wasn't my game. Oh, oh man. Wow. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, my God. No, I'm it totally was. Why'd you like Spider-Man, Candy? Oh, my God, because it was just such a breath of fresh air from everything else that I'd been doing in my life, in my video games. It just kept me happy. It kept me up at night thinking about it. I didn't want to go to work because I wanted to keep playing different missions. And, I mean, other reasons as well, probably. Like, not going to work or, what, no, playing, no. <laughs> no. No, so many other reasons. It was. It feels like it's just comical and lighthearted with a bit of fighting, you know, when you're just looking at it from a distance. Mm. But then I feel like it was really genuinely built up by the storyline. Like, he's this young guy. He's still just a kid himself that is just kind of thrown into such adult things. And he's got all these, like, kind of teenage things happening on the side. Like, he's got a girlfriend and they've broken up. But, you know, he's got the things for us still. And, you know, all the heart feels there. That was lovely. But, you know, and then he's got, you know, his sick aunt or whatever's going on. Like, you know, he spends, he can't play, he can't Some pay his guy. bills. Yeah. You know, he can't pay his bills and he spends time in a homeless shelter. And it's just like, he's struggling with everyday life. And he's trying to balance that while being this, like, super cool superhero who's it just it was so perfectly balanced the whole way through it leveled up when you needed it to but it felt organic and natural with the skills that you were acquiring the new suits that you got i love that everybody's gameplay is going to be totally different based on what suit they've chosen what powers they've chosen like i guarantee everybody here at this table has had a different set of powers that they used you know like i had spider bro the whole time and i loved the the old 2d comic you know, suit mm, like, but, you know, like yeah. that was just so much fun. So it was just those kinds of things, but with a genuinely heartwarming story that then obviously builds and builds and becomes so climactic. And there's so much fighting at the end. You know, I got a little bit sick of the last scene. It just, I felt like it just went on way too long and I mm. couldn't kill mm. people quick enough. Mm. But, you know, aside from that, it was charming. He was funny. He tried to make jokes, which just kind of went down like a lead balloon. But then that was funny because nobody else found him funny. So I thought it was cute, you know. And it's just, it asks you to kind of take your time in playing as well. You know, don't follow the main storyline super quickly. Take some time, play the side missions. Then you realize there's no more of them to play. So get back onto the main mm. mission. And But then all of the side missions were so uniquely different as well. And that was kind of new for me, you know. It's just, you weren't always just trying to like I don't know break through a stronghold or like I don't know whatever else is in a bunch of other games <laughs> at the moment but it's you know they were all so unique it was like swing through pollution clouds and collect samples for Harry's mum you know like it was just all of these incredible things that just kind of kept me going and then the download content came out and it was all that yeah even that, was, any, you that please, was so much more can exciting can you please gush about the web slinging and how good that opening scene oh, was oh because yeah. it is so smooth I just I felt like I was flying myself the problem was I played this and then I went into Red Dead and I think my <laughs> very first words to Ray when he asked what did I think of Red Dead was like it's real bobble heady you know like that's the only way I could describe <laughs> it I'm not even kidding that is how I described Red Dead which I it, you know it's a beautiful game don't get me wrong love it 
But going from something that was just so smooth and just zipping between the buildings and just dropping down and then just before you hit, you just swoop up again. You, you know, it was just so smooth. And then going from that into Red Dead, well, I was just like beating around on a horse <laughs> and I just couldn't keep my vision straight. And I think I was going cross-eyed for the first three days that I played Red Dead because I was just so used to it just being so beautiful. But mm. but I even took the time. This is going to sound like an epic um nerd thing okay cool but i spent like a solid 40 minutes googling you know friends a tv show Mm. massive fan over here okay sure as soon as i realized we were in new york i tried to find the street so i went to the corner of grove and bedford street in the game and found the friends building like it it wasn't the exact one and i central park no i have looked at that many times and every time i see a little green sign with a coffee cup on i was like oh that must be it it's not it Mm, it wasn't the exact one but it was so very close to it being i'm assuming the friend's apartment like just detail like that's awesome the graffiti on the walls everything was just new york was just done so well yeah, I've got to say, I don't love your... I don't share your enthusiasm for Friends, but I do That's share cool. your enthusiasm <laughs> for the Spider-Man <clears throat> PS4 <laughs> game. But okay. I've always maintained like that Spider-Man is the one superhero that would translate into video games the best if done perfectly. Better than Batman, better than Superman, who have you know their own That's good a, set. Okay. Yeah, but just Spider-Man's web swinging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just if done really well. If done well, I always thought, man, that would be the best. And um, all credit to these guys for they nailing it. it. Yeah. Absolutely. Awesome. Those are the games of the year. Uh, Lee and Ray were Red Dead Redemption 2. Adrian was God of War. Yes. Candy was Spider-Man. Yep. And I have the weird small boy. It's the last weird here small boy. This is fantastic. No. It's fine. Feel, feel no shame. Yeah. Be proud. You're hanging out on Zed Games <laughs> uh, with Jack, Lee, Ray, Adrian, and Candy. Honorable mentions. Who's gone first? Quick. You guys go. Yeah, yeah, I'll go because uh, Into the Breach. Oh, nice. Yeah, by Subset Games, like a little three-person development studio. I really enjoyed that. Their big... Uh, start with FTL, uh, FTL yep. which was a kickstarted crowdfunded game and a very successful and good one and very influential. Uh, it was a basically chess with mechs with perfect, <laughs> perfect uh, turn-based gameplay. Cool. Yeah, that's all I'll say about it. Sick. Who else? You go. Yeah, okay. Mine, um, if you didn't listen to last week's episode, shame on you, but then <laughs> also Eat go that. back to the iTunes and listen to it. Yeah. Um, mine is the first tree. Mm. Incredibly beautiful game. Um, short game. Anyone could pick it up on any platform and play it. Um, you physically play as a fox looking for her cubs across this beautifully expansive changing really landscape through game. the seasons. Yeah, it is. Mm. If you like Journey, you'll love this. Um, but it's it's at the same time telling the story of the narrator, Joseph, who's explaining to his girlfriend the troubles that he's had with his father over the years growing up. So they don't feel like the two stories are intertwining, but then towards the end you realise the similarities and the mm. parallels and it becomes a really heartwarming, heart-wrenching game. All the feels. Oh, so many feels. Oh, the soundtrack. I could talk about that for days, but I won't because there's like three days. and a half minutes left. It's Speaking fine. of beautiful art games that aren't beautiful art games, uh, Dragable Fighter <laughs> Z actually, uh, I was a big fan <laughs> yeah, of. Yeah, nice. Just because that game Good captured, Good segue. captured the essence of the anime so well and yep. that was probably the basis for my enjoyment. Yes, it was another Dragon Ball fighting game that was very well done, mm. But the way they made that game look like the anime with the, the lack of frames and the characters versus the fluidity of the actual fighting was a really stark but a wonderful contrast. Um, fantastic fun playing that game and uh, amazing memories um, flooding back of my childhood spent watching that anime. 
continuing on the weeb theme, uh, I'm going to go with Yakuza 6. Nakawami 2. Nakawami 2. I really, really enjoyed Kwami 2, um, but uh, 6 is a much more interesting game because mm. it's not a remake um, and is a game that is all about, uh, I guess, coming to terms with things ending uh, and finding joy in, in seeing the uh you know a, a new generation uh like take control of something that that you've you know been a part of for for ever so long uh there's a lot of parallels there um i don't know to what um <laughs> i can't think of anything specific to me right now um but uh on top of that it was just like you know really nice to see yakuza with a new engine and go to new locations mm. and just to you know say farewell to those characters in that scenario it's lovely Mine, I guess, is Forza Horizon 4, uh, sure. which I get called out a fair bit for being like, you like car games? And I'm like, yeah, guys, I can like car games. That's how I felt until I heard the soundtrack. It's so good, right? <laughs> oh, my God. That, is also that soundtrack art. is Forza so Horizon 4 good. is also a beautiful art game. Oh, God. I mean, it's like you're just driving, you're just hooning around England, UK. You're beautifully hooning. You're beautifully hooning across four seasons now. Yeah. You've got multiple seasons. You're going to be just running. intro was fantastic. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Honestly, pick up the demo if you've got a Windows 10 mm. PC or an Xbox One it. and just play it. It's going to be so good. Um, that brings us to the end of the show for this week and this year. This year. This year. I think so. Yeah. How does that work for the next few weeks, Ray? Yeah, we'll take a little break. Thanks for hanging out with us. We will uh, check in with you soon. See ya. Goodbye. Bye.